Well, kia ora. Kia ora and welcome to Katie Batch NZ's new buzz, podcasting. That's right, we're moving away from the video concept that we were doing last year and we're coming straight direct into your ear holes. Alright, um, yeah, we just found, well, I found it was too hard to maintain my own job that I have uh, and organize weekly guests and set them up after my actual job. So for those that didn't know, there are two of us that run this page um, you'll get to meet him in a minute but before we get there I just want to say if you ever want to engage with us on certain topics or would like us to discuss something or if you, even if you want to be a part of the actual podcast you can just hit us up hit us up on our socials we're on Instagram and Facebook uh, Instagram is at caddybatchnz and Facebook is forward slash caddybatchnz or alternatively, you can hit us up on our website, www.caddybatchnz.com. Too easy. Now, I hope you enjoy the show. Right, here with Dee Ratahi. Um, this first episode, we're just going to talk about ourselves, because that's what everyone wants to know. Who we are, uh, plus the bro likes talking about himself. Um, so we'll start with Dee. We're going to do little intros, a uh, bit of background on ourselves, golf, um, professional, uh, and then probably end up going ending out on a what's in the bag. So, um, D, take it away, man. Introduce yourself. Thanks for the intro, PJ. Pretty solid journey um, with not just playing golf, but now selling golf. With the transition from being psyched on golf to selling golf like yourself, bro. So, yeah. Um, the journey's almost become full circle again to playing more instead of selling more the last couple of years. It's the ultimate goal, isn't it? Everyone wants to play more, buy more. Yeah, yeah 100%. And um, I, I think we've managed it quite well the last couple of years to be able to go from just loving the game, playing the game, yeah. to then yeah, yeah. working the game. So um, big ups to us, I think, to be know. <laughs> Able to start playing more instead of selling. and I'll take the props, bro. I'll take some props right there. Operating more. But uh, the journey the journey for me, um, when I came back to New Zealand, started at uh, the infamous Royal Chamberlain, yeah. like a lot of us. Yeah. Um, I'd just like to say um, this is where we're currently recording the podcast. We are, we shut out for nine holes um, just to... To loosen up uh and then went out for breakfast come back to the the clubhouse which is closed uh, and thought it'd be a good setup so yeah that's where we are yeah we're, we're actually looking over the 18th at the moment so it's a good place to be and um ironically it, it is the place that started for myself i, I think the first time my met you page was here yeah um so kind of cool that we get to smash this first one out yep. here it's it's kind of cool but um yeah early starter um at chamberlain got drawn to the game of uh, this is what golf should be i think when you introed into it yeah um limited expectation um limited rules outside of the rules of golf it was pretty cool to turn up um be accepted in a basketball singlet you know board shorts um, just not so much of a basketball single or board short attitude. Yeah. Like it, it was a really good intro into really going, this is a game that 
you know, I could, I could see myself playing a lot more. So you know, I, I think that foundation for me personally was, was pretty cool because I think I would have struggled to be that psyched um, on golf yeah. if I hadn't have started here. Um, and everyone's different. But yeah, that, I think that was, that was the key to, to um, me going, wow, I, th I think I want more from the game. Yeah. Got into um, uh, a few club events, w which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, casual but serious. Um, and then um, the competitive side of me goes, I think we need to do more to be a little bit more competitive at Chamberlain. So long story short, managed to uh, get involved with um, the Chamberlain Park Men's Club. Yeah. Um, and certainly don't like to separate the genders, but there is a men's club and a women's club and, yeah. and, and they feel comfortable operating like that. Um, was club captain for uh, three terms, I think it was. And, and uh, the basis behind that was to not only know more about uh, the behind the scenes or club operations of golf, but to sort of create a competitive platform yeah. and just get more of people like me playing penance, um, playing club events, and then it just grew from there. We had one. When, when, you, when, when you say people like you, what do you mean? Um, well, I guess people that didn't have the opportunity or um, to grow up playing golf. Oh. I mean, I, I grew up playing heaps of other sports, yeah. but then I was also a social golfer, but at the same time competitive by nature. Yeah. Um, so I think it was also you know people like me that wanted to play golf you know, didn't have the time or the opportunity to sort of go through those junior ranks or become a young club member. And I think that's what kind of inspired me to get involved and go, oh, you know, there's so many other people that probably haven't been exposed to golf. Yeah. And, and, and how do you pick somebody up that played rugby, soccer, all these other cool sports, but never had an opportunity to play golf, at a club level and didn't have to go through the ranks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, uh, and then also, you, you know, um, I guess people like me that went out and played golf and love golf and got totally addicted to it. Yeah. And, and I still think there's yeah, that, so- Yeah, that's definitely the same for me. Yeah. Yeah. So many of us out there, bro, where you, you, you go out with the bros, you, you, you go, oh man, this game's not for me. But then you come back and go, you know what? This game's not going to beat me down. Yeah. And then before you know it, you, you know, you're doing road trips to premium golf courses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, for, yeah. well, for me, it was, um, I used to play maybe two, three times a year. Like I had my own set of clubs. Yeah. I had a, what was it? Mikey Oz two putter. I had, you know, like a, a real basic set of Adams, a Sasquatch three wood and a Sasquatch driver. That was me. Played three Maybe. times a year, bro. And then, yeah, got, Got a real bad back injury, didn't play for ages, really missed it, tried going to the range, didn't work, and um, decided to do things properly in terms of my body, using it properly. Haven't had an issue since. Um, and yeah, I've just stayed in the game for the last, what, five five years? Is that how long I've known? Oh, bro. You've got you five, six what? years, eh? At, at least. It, I think it is. Yeah, because that's when I got back into it, is, yeah, when we yeah. first met. Yeah. Because I, sh I had a good stint with Chamberlain Park yep. as club captain. I I've always 
being part of their penance program, yeah. which I love. Still currently playing penance. Uh, we went from one team to three teams. Oh, I don't mean to bring it up, but how did you go on the weekend? Um, yeah, the team won 5-3, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the t- team won. Uh, went down, though, man. Uh, he, he wore me down, but that we're, we're playing Maramarua here this week, so, I, yeah, without getting ahead of myself, I've I got to prep some payback. <laughs> got to prep some payback. But, yeah, and, and you know, like, on that, bro, that's, see, there's... Um, there's, there's some awesome relationships and friendships and, and the culture. Um, it, it's serious, but still very social um, uh, at Chamberlain. Yeah. You, you know, without being disrespectful, we, we, we kind of don't answer to anyone. You, you know, we, we play the game because we love the game. And, and we keep coming back to Chamberlain because, you, you, you know, it's where we started. And it's like any first journey with yeah. any club and, and especially golf. It's good to always be representing where it started. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much from there, um, had a bit of a stint um, in, uh, I guess you could say it was a sales role around the country. Um, we can dive more into that later. We, we talk about what's in the bag. <laughs> um, and, and then I was lucky enough to sort of cross paths with, with somebody um, where, where I could get more into um, operations uh, within golf on a golf course. And, and um, I've spent the last three years working through the transition of um, uh, one ownership to another out at uh, Formosa. That's where I am as, as golf operations and, and loving it. It's, that's been a journey um, and everyday learnings. But um, it's just always good to feel a bit grounded and connected with the game. Yeah. You know, like Chamberlain's, to, to, for me, has set up a wicked foundation to go out there and love golf, play golf. You know, don't mind working golf, bro. There's, yeah, I think I'm proof of that. Um, I'm not the only one. There'll be a whole bunch of other kids or, you know, old guys out there playing the game right now who started in this place playing the game and it's thanks to people like um james cooper he, he's he's a big part of this place right here um then you got scoey in the shop and then um everyone that's you know that's now no longer here working here um have moved on to, to other things so i think you can credit um a lot of the staff that worked here and just helped mold people into golfers you know 100%, what I mean? 100% bro and, and and i think without putting on a an official number on it i think those two names james cooper and in schofield um along with a couple of others yeah. um I, oh bro i think they're going into their if it's not their 27th it's possibly their 29th year here so you know that that says a lot for the place you, you know there's not too many there's a lot of organizations yeah. where people have gone through the system but these guys have stayed in their positions and can continue to grind it out and you hit it on the head. You, you, you know, you've named two people of probably about a handful that are changing. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah, you know. Um, there, there, there's been some, and still is, some amazing people here. And, and it's interesting to see the next generation also here, you, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those places, and like many other places, that I, I'm pretty sure we'll get to hear about. But um, 
I think there's so many journeys similar to ours, but yeah, I don't think if it was for Chamberlain, we, I don't think we'd be so committed and persistent with what we do and where we're doing it today, mate. Yeah, well, that was quite a bit of yours. Um, mine, just quickly, because um, people have probably heard mine on the podcast, but my background, my background was um, a little unusual. I'm, I'm Māori. I was born in New Zealand, uh, grew up in the UK. So I spent a lot of my time um, as a city kid, like a really, really big city kid, catching double-decker buses to school, you know, getting down Oxford Street, rolling down my hoodie and track pants. <laughs> Never wore TNs though. That's not my style. But yeah, man, and then moved back. It was 2009, moved back. Um, bought my clubs back with me. Never ever played in the UK though. That's my that's my regret is I never played any golf uh, in the UK. Always hit the driving range. Maybe played one round, and that was about it. But it was always my father. My father got me into the game. Played a lot of golf with him. Yeah, moved back 2009. Had a kid in 2010. Um, like I said before, played three times a year just with the boys. Hacked it around mainly this place right here, Chamberlain Park. Uh, went out to Whitford maybe once, had a couple of other courses. But it was just really to hang with the boys. But there was always that one shot that always brought you back. Hard. You know? Yeah. It was, you could play like an absolute dog, but you play that one shot during that round, and that was the one thing that always brought you back. You know, and it's and it was, it was always complete... No, it is completely different playing golf on a driving range mat and going out and hitting it off grass, bro. I thought I was the best player at the driving range. You know, hitting the mat first and it's still, you know, still pumping at 180 or 160 or how whatever club that you had in your hand. You know, it might might not have been the straightest, but you pumped it, you know, and it's interesting how yeah. we're always the best range players, yeah, but can't put it together on the course, eh, yeah. bro? No, yeah. that's it, bro. And Absolutely. it's, it's it, like, like everything, it takes time. Um, but I am getting there. Um, but yeah, I once we moved back, played that often, got a job in the TV industry. So I worked in television studios, um, running the actual shows on the floor. And then did that for quite a few years, met some awesome people, worked with some awesome people, um, met some cool world famous celebs in NZ, uh, and then gave it up. Uh, I just wanted to change the scenery and I thought, what do I love doing? I love playing golf at the time. While I was working in TV, I'd be playing maybe two, three, three times a week um, just because I was contracting. So I had time to do that kind of thing. So did that. Still Put contracting my, now, bro, by the, yeah. by the looks of it. The downtime, um, bro, come on. So put my, put my name forward for a couple of jobs, didn't kind of missed out on a couple of them, and then ended up being the, what was I? I started off as, I can't remember the job title. Exact same place that I worked at. It's, it was like a, PR and something manager and promotions. 
That's yeah. that's what I started off as at, at the Howard Golf Club. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was real weird. PR so, marketing. Yeah. So I went in for the ops manager yeah. role, right? Didn't get that, but I got a phone yeah. call like that's the next right. day going, hey. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. We we filled the position, but we'd like to offer you something else. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah? Hit me. What, what, what have you created? So sat down with them, went through the job title and the job description with, I can do that. Went in with confidence. I can do that. Uh, and then the guy that they gave the ops job to lasted three days. Wow. So I took my job plus his job. Yeah, I was out of it, man. Um, so that was my introduction into the into the golf industry. I'm now currently just the golf operations manager at at the Howard Golf Club. Uh, been in that position, well, had that job title for maybe a year and a half now, and that's pretty much being me. Yeah, met this guy at the, at um, Chamberlain one day. He was rocking all Nike gears, had all Nike clubs. I was like. Me and this guy need to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it was. That's yeah, how it was, bro. That, yeah. It was awesome because it was um because I I don't know if I mentioned it, but I did do a stint here um in between a, a role that I actually came back to the country for pre-golf. Um, I was on a sabbatical. I think Harps was still like a super grom, and and I um, was fortunate enough to. To, to do a bit of work here at Chamberlain. And yeah, that's where we first crossed paths. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um, moved on to another gig. And it was just like, I think I was hitting you up going, oh, bro, I'm doing a demo day here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just so, three sessions yeah. on the range. So when I was contracting in, um, in TV, I used, to, I used to do some jobs for Māori Television. And at the time, they were set up in Newmarket. They're now in East Tamaki. Um, but around the corner from from the station was the golf house. That's right. With oh, Mark, man. Man. Mark Weber. Uh, there yeah. was Phil. There was Rusty. Yeah, Rusty. Uh, and then Mark O. They were there, and Fraser. He was there too. Yeah. And I'd always take my clubs into work. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever I got downtime, I always went up to the golf house because they had a GC two. That they were like, yeah, man, just come in, yeah, hit yeah. some balls, and that was probably the the time, probably the only time I have really been dialed in with my eye or mm. with anything. I could step up to a number and go, yeah, sweet as, because I'd be I'd be up there all the time, and just hit a number, hit a number, hit a number. But yeah, man, that was that's right. That's when that. I really fell in love with yeah. the game, eh? Well, I mean, that, you you were doing stuff before it was cool. Yeah. To, to jump on and see everything going down on screens, dude, and simulators and yeah, everything yeah. else, dude. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. It was such a cool spot, man. They had yeah. like a yeah. big ass putting green that you could just yeah. chip on. Um, Rusty would do some ridiculous flop shots through. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Right? There were some crazy things you could do up there. But yeah, man, I used to basically live up there. I was, I was like a little kid going into a, Going into their golf club. That was my golf club. Yeah, man. And you know what? Like, it, it was a retail space that was also a golf space. Yeah. Like, and, and I, man, how you forget so many good things in the game or the industry. Like, that, that wasn't just a retail store. Yeah. 
that was like a golf store. Yeah. Like you, like you said, you could go in there and hit balls. Yeah, you could putt. I think they, they had like their putting room. There was like a forty-five meter putt yeah. from one end to the other. Yeah, like you say, flop shots from the edge. Yeah, that was retail done right. I miss that place now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I, I was like, I need a new driver. So I hit up, hit up Mark. I was like, hey, can I um. I'd like to buy this driver. It was the Nike Vapor. Would have been probably the, the Vapor Speed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. The... No, no. I ended up getting the Pro. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Pro. That yeah. was Rory's driver. Yeah. Um, I got the Pro because it was Rory's driver. Yeah. <laughs> the speed. The, the speed yeah. was like a four sixty. Four sixty. Yeah. The Pro was a four forty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at the time, I probably should have gone with the four sixty head. But um, 440 I didn't. Look, 440, looks, <laughs> 440 looks better in the bag. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, I just wanted. I just wanted the thing that Rory was playing, yeah. and I got it. Yeah. And I think that's how that's how that relationship sort of started because he got me mm. a demo. Um, and then seeing you here with all your demos, I was yeah. like, Oh, I've got one of your clubs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, do you want that, it back now, or should I just give it back to Mark? Well, yeah, and I think there was, I think the other thing that sort of, and, and I'm going to go straight to it, but I think the other thing that um, caught my eye might have been a pair of Jays that you had on. Yeah, I, I think you had a pair of Jordans, and uh, yeah, they were the they were the sixes, sixes. Yeah, um, the cookies and cream. Yeah, man. Yeah, Lowe's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just Bro, like, I'll tell you a story about that. I had to, I had to work so fucking hard <laughs> to get those, bro. I I went through a dude in Japan. So I went through a mate who has a mate in Japan, got that connect all kind of set up, um, transferred money into his NZ bank account. Stop it, bro. The whole process was like a a month and a half. But this was before, like Jays and golf a- a- was like a thing. Absolutely, like sneakers were a thing, but yep. Jays and golf was not a thing. Never, and that's yeah. what caught my eye, yeah. bro. Was this guy, this Maori boy, walking into Jalen <laughs> with these Jays on? It's like, oh, how did you get those, bro? <laughs> like, where did that come from? And and do you, you know what? It, well, with COVID, it almost feels like it's a month turnaround, but where you get the the, the new release yeah. golf kicks, but um, yeah, I'm, yeah, there was two things coming in with style, Jays, and just super keen on the game, you, you know. Yeah, and we both, to some extent, had no idea about what we're getting ourselves into. Oh, totally right. No, we just at that point, man. Like there, there was there, there 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 was no way when I first met you that I thought we would be doing the same job at two different golf courses. Absolutely. Not not even in the back of my mind. I was like, nah, man, I'm good. Living the life, working the TV, playing golf. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are, both yeah. golf operations managers at yeah. two different golf courses. <laughs> and, and you know, enjoying, I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie, it's hard work. We, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, it's, right. There's nothing easy about it. Um, and as the game becomes more popular and, and the game itself can't evolves. I mean, it's still becoming hard work, if not harder. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm 
more accountable, have to do so much more these days than what we used to. But I think that's where, you know, I like where we're at now with our journey. You know, we've been able to apply ourselves, but pull it back and stay true to why we first got into the game. Yeah. Because we love playing it. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, there's some, man, some awesome friendships um, and some great professional relationships too, uh-huh. you, you know? Like, I think that's kind of what keeps adding to, I want to do this better, I want to do it longer, is to be able to, you know, connect with different platforms, different organisations, um, and come across so many more like-minded yeah. golfers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah well, because we've, we've, we've got a... We've got a good crew, um, the Elbro Central crew. <laughs> um, you know, like like everyone does, they everyone has a group chat. We've got our own golf group chat. Um, for some reason, it's called that. But we're all like-minded fellas. Mm. We all keep each other accountable. We all, you know, hit each other up whenever we want to go play somewhere, see who's keen. We always put it out there. Yeah. And then we just check that. You know, we're doing things right. 100%. And I think on that, I mean, everyone's got their own golf crew, but the diversity, um, just how there's extended connections too, like within the group, you know, like that. I think that's where golf, like so many sports and so many jobs, just brings not just generations, but just bring so many different pods together. Um, yeah. That's what I like about Elbro Central or, you know, our crew <laughs> is like, it just extends beyond just our playing pod. Yeah. I mean, you know, to, to go through one of the bros and then find that another bros from same hometown, it's like just wrong, you know, like that, that's been... That's been a journey in itself, but you know, I think to strip it all back, we're just the same crew. I think you, you know, half of the crew you've met through what you do. Yeah. At Howard. Yeah. You know. Well, well now to, to be honest, I I met one of them through because we had we had this Instagram page. Remember? Yeah. Yes. We, we had um we had uh-huh. so so Caddy Batch NZ used to be Golf Bros NZ. Nike golf, Nike bros. golf yeah. bros, Nike golf bros, Nike golf bros, yeah. NZ. <clears throat> um, you, I'll let you guys figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Callum, Callum followed the page, oh, and um, yeah. he seen me out at Windross for the LPGA event. Oh yeah, he yelled over, introduced himself, and then like maybe might have been like a month later, he goes, "Bro, we got Twilight on." come down oh stop it and that was the end of that bro yeah. so through callum met adam dave Dad's. steve yeah and yeah the list goes on and then yeah. you know very slowly you just kind of add more like-minded brothers into the mix and that's that's basically how that chat grew you know yeah. you're in it true <laughs> you know? because um man now that we're talking about it i first met h hawani here yeah, everything. No. So much of it begins at Chamberlain for me because I mean, I've already said it. You can turn up to Chamberlain, and you know, no dress code required. Um, 
I don't think bookings are essential here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not too sure. Um, But yeah, and I first met H and then um, for one reason or another, he ended up over at Howick. Yeah, and me. Yeah, and then... Because didn't weren't we weren't we all started playing together here, eh? Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when you got the gig over at Howard, yep. and then I left here. Yeah, that's right. And then, man, it, everything's just kind of blown up since then. It's been a good journey. Yeah. Oh well, that's we've pretty much talked about ourselves for uh, quite a while. I don't think um, we need to go any further with that one. But um, what we will do is finish off this episode with a what's in the bag we'll start with you bro what's in the bag okay um because i've been and it's for no other reason that uh, to be fair i just haven't made the effort to sort of move out of what i've got what i've got in the yep. bag and, and i'm I, and i'm certainly not defending what i was in there because at the end of the day bro it's what works for me i'm happy with it um We've had some discussions about what product right now would really work good for me. Um, and, I, and I think I'll make the transition there, you know. Um, but in the bag, oh, man, I'm going to get excited talking about it because I've, I've relied on it for four years now. Um, so my driver, bro, is a uh, Nike Fly Pro. And it was a limited edition that we did when I used to work for them yeah um so i'm still rocking that so that's that's the all blacked out stealth yes. mat yeah so they it's sexy as all hell yeah bro they dropped it and um and they didn't um to be honest i can't remember the the numbers how many they actually dropped but it was a, a limited edition it was part of this black beauty campaign that they ran yes um yeah so they had um some other um categories that were also sort of limited edition um, and it wasn't a huge campaign. Um, none of the tour players were using it at the time. Yeah. Um, so it was just a, it was just more of a last hurrah because I'm actually using the last Nike golf hardware that they ever made. So uh, Black Beauty driver. Um, and then I still use the model before it. My fairway, my three, is part of the Vapor Speed range. Um, and then I've got a couple of hybrids, which are out of the uh, Vapor Fly range. Yeah. Um, so I've got a two that I don't use too much and a three. Um, I think uh, set, well, um, they're not adjustable, uh, but, but I think one's um, maybe 19 degrees. The other might be 21. Um, and then irons um, went back to the Fly Pro 4 to Pitching Wedge. And for anyone that's seen, um, and there's not a lot of it out, but they are the black finish. Yeah. Um, and the only reason why I, I kind of went back to those from the pro combos was because I just wasn't playing enough and it was just a safe club. Yeah. And, and it still feels good. Um, it looks good. Yeah. And they do look good. Um, what I like most about those clubs though bro is that when they're sitting on the ground i actually like what i'm looking at yeah. and it's not because it's black i just i have this visual thing um because there's some other clubs out there that i really like the feel and the result but i just get wigged out by what i'm looking at and 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 i'm visual 100 yeah. so yeah. I, I do struggle looking down at some other shapes yeah 
Um, and then um, my wedge game, um, I don't mix it up too much now, but I, I'm just sticking with the engage wedges. Um, and there was three that we did, or Nike did. Um, they did like a square, a yep. jewel, and a toe Total. sweep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like I'm, I'm rocking a, at the moment, I'm rocking a 52, 54, 56, and they're all square. Got really good forgiving bounce. Um, and then I've got a toe sweep 60, which I only use out of heavy rough uh, bunkers. Yeah. And then um, I'm still rocking a, it was released the same time, or almost the same time, a method matter B1 putter. Um, so slightly bigger head than the blade. So not the blade, but just the next size up. Um, and that's that was part of one of the first resin editions that they did. Yeah. They went... Um, went through a bit of a, uh, a resin insert, which was popular through their ball putters and um, um, any irons that were, and drivers were all injected with resin, but that was a addition one resin that they used. That's the bag, bro. That's the bag. What about your ball? Ball, uh, well, I've actually still got a stockpile of the Nike resins. <laughs> um, they don't come out too I'd much. I'd just like to add for the record, he um, he doesn't share. <laughs> <laughs> These, oh, I don't even use them anymore, but every now and then I pull one out. And and I'm not just saying this, for some reason there's just something about what they did with that ball. Yeah. Um, You're talking about the platinum? Yeah, the bro, black? the platinum. Actually, both of those. Both good balls. Both of both. those balls were mint. Um, I think I, I started off playing with the black, which was the harder ball. Yeah. Um, and then ended up moving into the platinum. Yeah, I, I just had a thing for um, just the feedback that I was getting the feels from them. Yeah. And, and to be fair, I mean, there's like I'm not, I'm not real big on um, getting it too attached to any other balls than uh, at the moment Bridgestones. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to dismiss. I like what Tiger does with balls. That's why I like the shift. Bridgestone yeah. um, from the Nike ball. Yeah. And to be fair, um, if the TaylorMade ball was a bit more accessible, I'd probably play that yeah. a bit too, bro. But yeah, that's my bag. Yeah. All right. Um, my bag. My bag. My bag. Um, driver, I have the M. I don't even know, man. Nah, it's not M4. Five? M5. M6. Be it's the, it's the non. This it's the non-adjustable one and out it's of the before M5. the current one right um wasn't it the one before the yeah it's, the, yeah, it's like an m5 or m6 without yeah. the track yeah this is yeah. how much i don't know <laughs> but you were pumping it this morning bro it's all good yeah i hit it well <laughs> i like the look of it and that's how i base yeah yeah that's how i base what i play off mm. um i just don't like the look of some heads if I don't like the look of it, mentally it's it's no good for me. So I like the shape of the of the TaylorMade. Yeah, that's the driver. Three wood. I have the Nike Vapor Fly. So that was their last. Yeah, that was yep. that's the last of yep. their um their hardware three yep. woods or woods in general. Nice bright blue. Can't miss yep. it. Vault on the bottom. Yeah, it's a sexy beast. Now this is where it gets a little different. I have. 
either. It depends on how it's going. <laughs> At the moment, I have a Titleist U500 or U510 one iron mm. in the bag, or a M45 wood. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right. You hit that, you hit that five wood pure though, bro. Like yeah, that. so I'm a wood guy. Yeah. I ha I absolutely hate hybrids. I just can't hit them. That's why I hate them. Um, and then we go into irons, and I go from four to pitch in the Nike Vapor Pro Combo. Good club. Man. Great club. Yeah. Good looking club. Yeah. And then in the wedges, I go same as you. Engage. Yeah. Only my my gap in is 50, 56, 60. Yeah. Yeah, so in the 50 and 56, those are both square grinds, and then my 60 degree is a toe sweep, um, which is basically my my sandwich. Yeah, and then the ball, I play the Bridgestone BXS, and like you, bro, I used to play the, the Nike Platinum mm. Risen, and I found it was fairly similar in terms of feel, spin, flight. That's why I made the transition so easily. Mm. Uh, and that got recommended to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was the same with me because I, to be fair, I struggled with the Pro B, Pro V range. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to club up because I, I, I couldn't control spin on them. And it was both those balls. Yeah. Uh, the Pro V or the X. They just used to just spin wild for me. I can I can get the I can get the bridges to spin, no problem. I I just can't for the life of me get yeah. a a, a Titleist ball to spin for me. Yeah, mine. <laughs> it's real weird. My like, yeah, probably... I can check them up real real nice. Yeah. You know, and it looks real cool, but I just can't get it to happen with a Titleist. Um, mine's probably swing related, bro. <laughs> I, th I think the apex on my drive. <laughs> <laughs> more than my wedges bro <laughs> go figure but yeah no i i i have no explanation for it um but i i do like something that doesn't spin yeah. so much and and you know i i feel a bit more comfortable hitting those bridge zones tailor-mades and to be fair um i haven't really tried many other balls no nah, i try not to I, well that's that's the same with me i, I, I found yeah. something that i liked yeah and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah. I'm comfortable too, bro. I'm comfortable. Um, that kind of is what it is, and you know, um, whether it's just being loyal to some brands for me, it's just like again, I'm visual. I, I like looking at as little logo as possible. Yeah. I'm really yeah. like it's weird, and even though there's a big big B on it yeah. versus the little swoosh. Like I'm easily distracted. I think I, I think we I, I spoke to you about this. It was when <laughs> before it was Tiger's ball, it was Cooch's ball, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. Tiger came in and basically kicked Cooch's yeah. face off of the box because it used to be Cooch's ball. But back then, when I was playing them, it had Bridgestone on it. Yeah. yeah. It didn't have a big B. They came out with the Big B in a limited edition while it was Cooch's ball, but they actually printed Bridgestone Golf on it, and I didn't like that. Yeah, I think. Do they still have some models? Nah, all of now, the all of the all of the new all of the new Bridgestone balls have the Big B on them. 
maybe they're old. And yeah, and I, I didn't like the Bridgestone printed on it because there was too much for me yeah. to the eye. There was too much for me to, yeah. to look at. Yeah. If I look at one block, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, right. That was the same thing with the Nike ball. Mm-hmm. It was a swoosh. Fine. Yeah, Titleist, guess, yeah. same thing. I don't like the word. Yeah, <laughs> It's I, just I, too much for me. Yeah, I guess if we'd been brought up looking down at golf balls, right, it probably wouldn't yeah. be so much of a distraction. No, no, what he means if he was brought up brainwashed. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's what I meant. Number one ball in golf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, just, I just struggle, you know, and, and that's, that's the same with looking at clubs. Yeah. Like it just, it, it just wigs me out. Yeah, I don't mind the colour, yeah. but I've got to like the shape. Yeah. That's why I, f- I struggle with drivers. I, I can't, I can't at the moment adjust to looking at something different. I yeah. think that's why the, yeah, the TaylorMade's yeah. look pretty good. Yeah, that the TaylorMade was an easy transition for me yeah. because the Nike Vapors were like a real pair. Yeah, it was. They yeah. called it like a pear yeah. shape, right? Yeah. And I tried the the epic. I was just going to say the epic. Epic looks all right. But I this was this was like the green when they had like the green underneath. Yeah. yeah. Um, I tried that, but Callaway have this specific shape, and if you know what I'm talking about, yeah. it's on the back end of the driver. And I, yeah, I couldn't yeah. do it. I, I hit it okay, but I didn't like looking down at it. And that's no offense to Callaway because no. no. there's heaps of people playing playing their product, but mm. it's just my eye. Yeah, and I think, you know, like I'll be honest, like if I really had to change drivers because I'm happy with what mine's doing, you know, the new Titleist looks good on the ground too, you, you know, so yeah. the Titleist and TaylorMade to me visually look and they feel good you know through my swing i mean he runs different right so oh i think um i think we can probably wrap that up there because otherwise we'll just start talking into talking about ep2 in this episode here so we'll wrap yeah. <laughs> we'll, right we could we could sit here all day and talk about that hardware but we'll leave it for ep2 um ep2 we're going to kind of dive into apparel and etiquette and and footwear, and if you know us, you know what we like. Um, we, I like to say we're pretty smart, but we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, thanks for joining us on our intro episode for Caddy Batch NZ. First one done, bro. That's the first one done. That was good, bro. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So um, we'll catch everyone on Ep 2. <laughs>